Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We got to call up our Lil Wayne expert on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Gary Wolfel joins us right now. <laughs> Gary, how many Lil Wayne songs do you think you could name? Uh, that's it. <laughs> You're out of Portsmouth, Sorry. huh? Sorry, I go back to Guy Lombardo, okay? Okay, well that works. So tell us a little bit about Portsmouth right now, Gary. How's how's the camp looking? Oh, it's great. I mean, they, they have run this tournament uh, since 1953. Can you believe that? Mm, Every mm, year mm. they have it. And uh, it's for the 64 seniors they feel are the best in the country. And uh, a lot of good players have come out of here. Um, Wes Matthews, Steve Novak, uh, Jay Crowder. I mean, it's been a great place for uh, players to take that next step. So how does this differ versus the one that's happened year to year in Chicago, where in Chicago, everybody comes in for all their medicals and all that, then there's a bunch of interview sessions. Uh, they got rid of scrimmaging there for a while, and now they're doing scrimmaging again. So how, what does Portsmouth look like compared to that one? Uh, Portsmouth used to be the elite tournament, okay? But like you said, it's really changed. And uh, The pre-draft camp in Chicago now is as the creme de la creme of you know, draft prospects. And uh, they get all the guys that are coming out early. And this tournament, Steve, is strictly for seniors. No underclassmen at all. And uh, it's a great place. Uh, I think last year, all 64 players signed professional contracts. So a kid like Sandy Cohen coming out of Green Bay probably would get lost in the shuffle. Nobody would know about him, right? He comes out here, and I I talked to a coach from Italy today, and he told me they're definitely interested uh, in signing him. Gary, I think that's that's one of the really interesting parts of the camp is it allows those guys that are D1 players, high-caliber players, but looking for those contracts overseas. I remember uh, the one that I always would would talk to and, and see his journey was Mike Bruzewitz, the old uh, Wisconsin Badgers forward. Right. There's a lot right. of money to be made over there overseas playing professionally. Oh, absolutely. I mean, some of these places, they're getting you know, four, five, six million dollars a year, and the beauty is they don't pay any taxes. Yep. <laughs> It goes right into their pockets. So, uh, remember Rashad Griffin, uh, the former Wisconsin basketball player. I do. He he was you know picked by the Bucks in the second round, and he went to I think it was Turkey, and he decided you know what I'm going to stay here. <laughs> and uh, despite overtures from the Bucks uh, to come back and play for them, he decided to stay there and made a great living. Thought he I thought he was going to have a decent NBA career, and that dude just uh, that just never ever worked out at any point. Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay, Eastern Conference playoffs right now. Uh, Brooklyn uh, and Philly uh, doing their thing. Do you think Brooklyn has a shot to win that series? No. <laughs> okay, I agree with you. I think Philly wins that series too. Uh, Toronto, huh? Toronto and Orlando. You Toronto, right? That's easy. That's Toronto. Okay, yeah. right. Boston and Indiana with Boston up two games to none, heading back to Indianapolis. That very well could be a sweep. It, it, it could be. Uh, game three is going to be you know, pivotal. Nate McMillan has done an incredibly good job. I mean, everybody talks about, you know, coach of the year, and it's based on the wins and how your team does. But 
the pace of his talents, you know, isn't really that good. It's it's kind of suspect. But, uh, you, you know, they're right there. They, they have given Boston tips uh, in both games. Bucks obviously are going to sweep uh, Detroit at that at, at this moment in time. You think? Yeah, obviously, and Pistons are horrible. Um, <laughs> hey, by the way, I'm sorry. What? what no, go, ahead, yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. I think we might see the return of Blake. I'm hearing some rumblings. It doesn't matter. They'll still get swept. But, but you, you know what? To me, though, it tells the competitive nature about Blake Griffin. And, and the Pistons. I mean, it's not like they're throwing them the towel. I, I think 99% of the time, any player that has this kind of a situation, I was to- told he has torn a torn meniscus or a strained meniscus, right? And, and most guys would say, hey, forget about it. It's done. You know, I'll wait till next season. But uh, he wants to play, so we'll see what happens. But it's not going to make any difference. I, I no, there's no, From no. that perspective, this, this series is done one way or the other. And then it's going to be Bucks and Celtics, Toronto and Philly, and how that whole thing plays out. In the Western Conference with DeMarcus Cousins now appearing to be done, it looks like, do you think anybody he, he has... Is, he is done. Right. Yeah. Do you think anybody has a legit chance to beat that team in the West? Well, well I don't personally. I, I, I talked to uh, some people out here. I really thought um, Golden State might run the table. Uh, I thought there was a possibility they could sweep every series. They're, they're that loaded. But uh, obviously that's not going to happen. But um, it's a, it's a good thing they uh, obviously brought in Andrew Bogut. And uh, by the way, did you see Charles Barkley's prediction? I don't like West? I don't like no. Charles Barkley, so it doesn't really matter what he says to me. I, but what do you I got? Know, but, you know, yeah, I mean, this is this is like way out there. You know, we predicted to come out of the West. Who? I'll give you three guesses, and I bet you don't get any of them. All right. Well, if you're oh. saying it that way, that means it's not going to be the Houston. Clippers. So nope. uh, Utah. Nope. Houston. Nope. San Antonio. Nope. Oklahoma wow. City. Nope. Who? Oh my god. We named every other team. Portland. Oh. Well, Lillard's <laughs> playing a lot better. Uh and that 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 Trailblazers team uh is playing well right now. That guy's hey, that... remember when everybody thought Jerry Stotts was a bad coach? Yeah, when he was here, I was one of them. Yep. Do <laughs> <laughs> you still think he's a bad coach now? Uh no. No. no, I don't. Not I don't, as bad. No, I don't. I don't think he's as bad of a coach as I thought he was. But I mean, from from that perspective, Ned Yost was a bad coach with the Brewers, uh, right. and took a Kansas City Royals team after he left the Brewers to two straight gigs, uh, two straight World Series, and and won one. So obviously, you know, guys are capable of getting better uh, from a manager's perspective as well or a coach's perspective. Yeah, you learn along the way. I mean, you become better, and and, and Terry Stats is one of the most innovative coaches in the NBA, and he was. Uh, uh, Head of the analytics game. I mean, even when he was back in Milwaukee, he was a proponent of you know shooting the long ball. And now, I mean, he, he's maybe the biggest proponent. I mean, he, he loves his players uh, shooting three point shots. Super nice guy too. One of the nicest coaches in the league. Couldn't agree with you more. And Every he's time got the dudes I was to shoot too. All the time. That's when he didn't even have a gig. He was he tripped over him, Gary. The one time he he was in between jobs. He was looking for a head coaching job. He was out of a job totally. And that was right before he got the Portland job. Mm-hmm. And we just sat there, I don't know, talking like 20 minutes, half hour, whatever. Playing yeah. slots or something? No. We were just, uh, where were we? No, we were just there in break between games. Oh, okay. Oh, actually working. That NBA Summer League is awesome. If you've never been to the NBA Summer League and you like basketball, I always say it. That is the only thing that rivals spring training. Uh, and is probably cooler than spring training, NBA Summer League. Because literally, the coaches, 
the players all sit in the stands with the fans. And there's two gyms going at the same time with a concession stand connecting both of them. It's just amazing. You, you, I remember the year you came out, you were like a kid in the candy store. I was out there a couple of years, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah I loved absolutely. it. I absolutely yeah. loved it. Hey, by the way, is uh, Gary got a uh, load management day or what? Oh, he's on vacation, man. <laughs> spring break, baby. Spring break. Now. So, you know, he's got the kids thought, and they're on spring break. I thought maybe load management has come to talk radio now. No, man. He's getting ready for the draft next week. So he's yeah, going to be trying all to ice up that knee. Trying yeah. to ice up that knee before the NFL draft. Okay, one quick question. Fire it. next Thursday. Who do you want the Packers to pick? Uh, Jonah Williams from Alabama. Okay, Did you see that dumb rumor that's out there? I don't look at all that stuff. That dumb, there's a dumb rumor out there that Arizona's considering him at one. Oh, my goodness. They also that's want a, Quentin Williams. Move on. Dude, that was, <laughs> was Oh, my God. Well, there's two sides of this for me. There's one side of me that really wants to take a quarterback at 12 just so I can see what happens with Gary. <laughs> I just, no, you don't. I just want to see. I want to see the you. whole reason we're staying at the Q Club yeah. during the draft show to right. see that. Uh, nothing to spit out their right, food. and nothing mm-hmm. will get broken in the studio then. So I, I, I like that. I'm <laughs> big true. fan of that. That's I've seen point. Gary throw chairs down hallways in this building uh, in a Packer Bears game. Uh, wow. So. So part of me wants so part of me wants a quarterback at twelve just to see what happens. But uh, at twelve and thirty, I want defense. Unlike Leroy, who wants offensive linemen. At twelve, I would love to see uh, one of the inside linebackers at twelve, uh, or a pass rushing outside linebacker. And then at thirty, I wouldn't mind seeing a safety. Okay, but who do you like at twelve? What, what which guy? I don't David? think. I don't think. Um, what's his name? White. I don't think the he's going to be there. White, yeah, yeah. I don't think he's. I don't think he's going to be there. But I think Bush will be there so from either. Michigan, right. right? But I think Bush yeah. from Michigan will be there, and I think I'd be okay taking him at twelve. Burns from Florida State scares me because of the Florida State history, but my guy Ben Fennel loves him, so I, I tend to lean towards Fennel because he likes Burns. So I wouldn't mind that, even though that seems to be high uh, for him. I just want guys that can play defense and that are fast. That's what I want. Right. I, he I said Jonah Williams. Jonah Williams. Williams. I want he wants a big offensive line. Offensive line. Yeah, okay. And Baby Tosh. I'm I'm yeah. going offensive line and running back. I want one of those offensive linemen. If I can't get uh, Jawan Taylor or Cody Cody Ford, excuse me, Ford the big tackles. Uh, I'm going with Ed Oliver at that 12 pick. Okay that. And I'm coming back at 30 with Josh Jacobs, running back from Alabama. <laughs> hey, Leroy, do you remember Roger Brown, mm-hmm. the great Detroit Lions tackle? Yes. Uh, yep. He's arguably one of the greatest defense tackles ever, right? I had lunch with him today out in Portsmouth, right? Oh, very nice. He, uh, You'll appreciate this. In the 1962 game against the Packers, how many times How many times do you think he set Bart Starr? One game. Seven? Uh, I'm going to say four. Okay. Any other takers? Seven. <laughs> seven. Seven times. Oh, my. Seven times? Seven times he sacked him. I mean, it's unbelievable. Oh, my. I had 11 <laughs> sacks in one game. They didn't keep records back then for that, but apparently you know, if they did, it would be tied for the most ever in one game. So he was oh part God. of that fearsome foursome, too, with the Rams. So, anyways. That's amazing. That's it. Gary, appreciate it, man. We'll talk next week, and uh, we'll have the second-round matchup lined up because Bucks are sweeping this thing. Absolutely. Talk Thanks, to you man. later. That's Gary Wolfel talking Man, with Gary us on the Great Midwest nuggets. Bank Hotline. Always has nuggets. Man, that's really not that impressive. I had 11 sacks in one game. Looking to buy, build, renovate, right. or refinance. Man, gave up 11 sacks. Like no further from the Great 
Creepin was fake today. He wasn't wearing Creepin the, he was wasn't wearing the visor. Simply local common sense <laughs> lending to your community <laughs> since 1935. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.